Welcome to the Moxie Brand Academy podcast, the podcast for busy business owners who want to grow their brand in limited time. Weekly bite-sized episodes will help you market your brand like an expert. I'm your host, Claire Coupland, online growth mentor and lover of all things technical. Each week we'll chat about marketing, websites, Pinterest, and so much more. So let's get into it. Welcome to this week's podcast where I'm going to talk to you about SEO and what you can do right now and what you can do in 2021 to improve your website. So grab your favourite drink and let's get into it. As you probably know if you've listened to any of the episodes before or you've seen anything I've done before, the SEO is kind of a big passion of mine. I started out uh, developing websites and building them for businesses and with that came the need to learn SEO and to make sure that websites that I was building were going to rank properly and obviously be optimised for SEO. So as I've gone through my business, as I've continued to grow and develop as a person and as a business, SEO has become something that I've realised is really, really important because as business owners, we can create our own websites now. And I think that's super important to make it accessible, but actually helping people to optimise their SEO is something that I can do and a skill I can share with people. So I thought we would talk a little bit about how you can do SEO in 2021 how you can work with some new changes that are coming in and how you can just generally optimize your site. So the first thing that I want to say is that Google has rolled out a new update. Um, It's been doing it for a while now. So it's been prioritizing how your mobile version of your website is seen, how it is uh, viewed, how fast it is, all of those kind of metrics. And it works across some key um, demographics that it's looking at to make sure that basically it's going to provide a good user experience. Google are all about user experience. If your website's not going to work for the person that's searching, they kind of know and they're going to not put your website in front of that person. So you're not going to get the clicks. So basically they're changing how they index sites. So indexing works that they crawl your site uh, via bots and they have humans that also look at their site and they will see how it works, how much user interaction is needed to get to certain places, what kind of functionality it has, are the buttons too big, are the buttons too small, do the links work, all those kind of things. And it is making sure that when the user gets there, they're not going to be disappointed. They're changing that to be mobile only from May. They have been indexing mobile sites as a priority, but from May, they will only index your mobile site. So you need to be thinking about how that's going to impact your SEO. A lot of us have really good desktop sites. A lot of us have less good mobile sites. A lot of clients I work with tend to have really good desktop sites that are really fast and they work really well and they're optimized, but the mobile bit has kind of been forgotten about. Not because the template or the website platform that they're using hasn't thought about it, but because the designer or the person who's made the site hasn't really thought about how the site's gonna be used by a mobile user. We know that 60% of searches come from mobile now. Um, This is why Google are choosing to stop indexing desktop sites from May. So we know that mobiles are popular. I use both. I think a lot of us probably do as business owners, but a lot of people are going from places like social media, Pinterest, those kind of things, to websites. And that's why they need to be optimised for mobile. So I'm going to kind of talk through how you can do that. 
So one of the first things you need is a mobile responsive template. If you've got an older website that's on WordPress, you might find that you haven't got that. So you might actually need to do a template update. You might need to do um, buy a new template. You might need to have a look at redesigning your site a little bit. So it would be worth knowing what kind of template you've got. Most that were, you know, in the last three to five years have probably got mobile responsive element to them. Um, so that's worth looking into first of all, because that could be a very quick win. You can do something called AMP. Now, if you have a WordPress website, you can have a plugin and it's basically an accelerated mobile page and you can have it as your home page, uh, which is the one that obviously Google is going to crawl first. And it basically gives you a really fast streamlined version of your website that can really increase your page speed and actually page speed for your mobile devices is going to be one of the key banking factors from May. It is already, as I said, but it is going to be one of the key ranking factors. So it's worth thinking about that, whether that would work for you. I'd recommend going to Page Speed Insights, Google page, pop in your website and you can see the different speeds for your mobile and your desktop. And it will also give you some ideas on how to improve those speeds. It's usually due to too much code, too many plugins or um, your host provider. So it's worth looking into all of those things. One of the top things that can reduce the load time, which is what affects the page speed, is images. So if you have lots of PNG images, they're very weighty in terms of data, so they take a long time to load. You can put a lazy load plugin on, but you will still experience those kind of issues if you've got very large PNG files. I'd recommend converting them to JPEGs. Um, if you're running some kind of photography-based business or your photography is really key, then you might want to keep some PNGs on there for the quality and think about how you can optimize your speed elsewhere. But I would recommend on the whole JPEGs for your website because they're quicker to load, they're smaller in data size and all those kind of things. I'd also make sure you've got right sized images. A lot of time when we upload um, website pictures, they are double the size they need to be and then your website has to compress them, which takes a lot of time to do. So it's worth thinking about that. You can also get something called Tiny PNG as a plugin or an optimizing um, plugin that will help you to compress those sizes, but they do those on site. It does work. It's best to upload them in the right size, first of all, and then use a tiny PNG or a lazy load plugin in order to help optimize that even further. Add some new content. So this is just a general SEO thing, but it will definitely help you to keep adding content. And you know, as a whole, I recommend a couple of pieces a month. If you can do one a week, that's amazing. <laughs> Not all of us have got that time, but a couple of months will really keep your website updated and keep going. Do it via a blog post, via a podcast episode. You could uh, have guest posts. You could update some things on the homepage. Just update things um, so that Google can see your site is relevant and is current. Also in that, update the copyright date in your footer. So if you have a copyright date, make sure it's 2021. I don't think I remember to do this until about the 6th of January, but go and just check if you have got one that is the right date, because that you know makes a good impression to your customers that your site is current, but it also helps to tell Google that you're updating your site as well. One of the other key metrics that Google are going to be tracking um, from now on, well, from, from May as a, as a rule, but from now on generally, is safe browsing and your HTTPS. So make sure you've got an SSL certificate on your website. That will um, allow people to have the safe browsing. Obviously, if you have um, store functionality, shop functionality, you have to have an SSL to do processing of payment. But if you haven't, it's well worth getting one because it's going to be a key banking factor, but also it's just better experience for your customer. Often Google will block sites that are 
uh, without an SSL. And that will mean that they have to click a button to say they want to go somewhere that's unsafe. That's not a great signal for your customer if they've got to click on a page to say, oh, yes, I want to go to this unsafe website. So that might change. They might just stop blocking websites. I haven't looked into that. I will look into that. But definitely make sure you've got some kind of security certificate on there and that you have that kind of safe browsing environment for your customer. Related to that is to review your customer journey because user experience is key. As I've already said, Google is so keen that the user experience is excellent that they won't show your site if it's not. So it's really worth thinking about how people get around your website, how they navigate, what buttons they need to click. Is there a backup option? So can they go somewhere else if that option that you've given them isn't quite right? How do they get back to the home page? How many clicks does it take to get to a desired outcome from the homepage? That makes quite a big difference. If they've got to do 20 clicks to get to your shop, then that's going to really mean that users will drop off and your bounce rate will be affected and then your SEO won't be very good and Google will not refer you to customers if they search even a term very like your own. In order to be able to influence that user experience and all of this kind of information that I'm talking through, use your analytics. So you can actually go into Google Analytics, look at things like mobile usage, look at what pages have been used on mobile so you can optimize the ones in kind of order of importance. I would go for my homepage first and work that way around. Um, use your analytics to see where opportunities of growth are. So what are people looking at? What content are they interested in? And how can you improve that content? Because if you're going to create new content in the form of blog posts or podcasts, you want to make sure you're creating the right thing for your audience check your sitemaps. This sounds really technical, but it's actually not. If you go to Google Console, so I'd recommend you set up Google Console and Google uh, Analytics. Hopefully you've got both already, but if you haven't, do both. And go and check your sitemaps. When was the one last submitted? If it was ages ago, just send another one. It's really easy to do. There's a help page on there, which will explain it to you. Um, if you're not sure, you can contact me. I'd be very happy to talk you through the process. And basically, if you submit your sitemap, it means your site's gonna get indexed. Getting your site indexed is important because it is basically Google's method of checking it and making sure you have relevant pages and it just improves everything on your website. So it's a really good idea to make sure it's getting indexed. Okay, so the takeaway this week is there's loads of things you can do in 2021 to optimize your site for SEO and make sure people are finding you. Google is changing the way it's going to index your site from May. So start thinking about how you can make that a good thing for you and not be one of the people that might be left behind. Make sure you know your speed of your page and try and find ways to optimize that page speed because that's going to be really important. If you haven't got an SSL certificate, go and get one because it's really important. It's one of the key banking factors from May. Update the copyright day in your footer add some new content, look at your images, check your sitemaps. So I hope you found that useful. If you want to chat some more, my details are in the show notes. I'm here to help. Thank you so much for listening to the Moxie Brand Academy podcast. If you want more, head over to moxieva.co.uk forward slash blog, where you'll find guides and downloads. And if you want to continue the conversation, head over to at moxieva on Instagram. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to get episodes in your feed every week. And can I ask you to leave a review as it really helps the Moxie Brand Academy podcast get found by other listeners. Thank you again and I'll be back next week.